You are listening to Wait a Minute with Beth and Jessica, episode 72. I'm Jessica Pearson, certified life coach. And I'm Beth Barnett Babel, integrative nutrition therapist. We keep our eyes peeled for things in the media or in real life that come from diet culture or that perpetuate diet culture in some way. These are often the subtle ways it creeps in, which is why we are shining a light on it and sharing it with you. So this week, we actually started, I listened to our podcast on people pleasing and we started talking about this a little bit in that podcast, which is that I've been seeing more body positive influencers making announcements or declarations about their stance of leaving the body positive community and why. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I just think it's like an interesting shift that I'm seeing out in the world. And so are they saying so long, farewell? Or are they like, I'm shifting this content if you're not here for it? too bad, so sad. Like what's happening? Yeah, I'll give you a specific. I'm like, I don't want to call her out necessarily, but I've seen like three. Okay. But these are all people who have like tens of thousands of followers who have made their career off their body, which in and of itself is interesting because it's like maybe that was the issue a lot. It doesn't matter if your body's thin or fat. Maybe if you're centering your body as your value, it doesn't matter what size it is. It's probably maybe not a good idea. I don't know. know. That's good. That's for everybody to decide for themselves. Totally. Like I'm not judging it, but it's like, if we are going to do that, then we also have to know that like sometimes bodies change or sometimes our mind changes about how we want to show up and Mm -hmm. like, how does that affect the things? So specifically this one person said like, yeah, I have decided to leave the body positive community because it no longer served me. It, she felt trapped and locked in in the same way, like diet culture would Mm. because there were a lot of rules you can only move your body if it's only for like mental health reasons like you're not allowed to you know like move your body to be thinner where are these rules at? (laughs) that's a good question where are the rules is it like that you get commented and dm to death that like you're not allowed to talk about this in this way like who determines the rules and who is enforcing them that's what i want to know I don't know. I think, and this, I could be totally off on this, but I think a lot of the body positive quote rules come from ED recovery rules on some level, right? Where it's like, you know, if you're in ED recovery, like, yeah, how do you work out? Why do you do it? Or what's the parameters around that? Mm -hmm. Or like, why do you choose what you eat to eat? Because in body positivity, there was a lot of like, we never restrict, we never make choices based off like a physical outcome or whatever. And so, yeah, I don't know where these rules are posted, but these are just things that like, that the society deemed this is how you do body positivity correctly. Yeah. And we definitely have been seeing more of a shift towards like body neutrality because there was also going to that toxic positivity space of like, well, I'm not really happy in this body. <laughs> like, you know, or or we can't force positivity. So like, let's at least just aim for neutrality. So we'd already kind of seen that shift, but it's also not lost on me that I think each, I think all three of these influencers that I'm thinking of, they did also make the decision to get on weight loss drugs. Oh, each one of them did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And each of them have said it's not necessarily about their size, but they are looking at like, oh, do I have high blood sugar? Do I have high cholesterol? Do I have fatty liver? Like they are getting these facts about Mm -hmm. their bodies and they are making a decision to do something about it. And so therefore there's... Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah. In their mind, they need to make this declaration of like, look, this is where I'm coming from. This Mm -hmm. is my choice. This is my decision. I know some of you are going to be mad at me about this. And like, I've decided that's okay. And here's what my content will look like from now on. So they're keeping the same like name and profile, all that jazz are just like, here's what I'm going to share. Yeah. And they're not necessarily saying like, I'm trying to be a size six now or like I have a number in mind. Like one woman said, I want to sit in a movie theater chair. Yeah. And not feel very uncomfortable or like I have to have the arm up, you know, or like ride on a plane without having to buy an extra seat. Like these are very tangible things that they desire and it's okay for them to want to change them. A hundred percent. And it's this, I mean, how is this any different than somebody that is, say, a yogi and decides to build like massive amounts of muscle that goes into like the muscle building, right? Or muscle building yoga or any name, any from one here to the other, it doesn't matter. Or like there would be an account I'd follow and then that person would become a mom. And then <laughs> and it would totally change. Come, and I'm like, I'm to come, become mom content. Yeah. Right. And so it happens. People are out there living their lives and the internet community is like, no, you owe us specific content. No one owes anybody anything. If somebody's willing to share their life online and you're willing to consume it, that's it. No one owes anybody anything with the content that they share. And that's all. If you want to share your life, great. Mm -hmm. But you share your life. And if you want to consume their life, then you consume their life. But like, you don't get to decide what's best for them unless you're like their doctor and they asked you for your opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful that people are being transparent about their journeys and like being willing to share that they're taking a weight loss drug because they don't have to tell us that. And they're just acting like, oh, I just started walking and the weight melted off. I'm like, Right. Yeah. That's what this reminded me of is that like, Mm -hmm. I think that there is that thing where are you being honest or deceptive? Like you don't have to share all your business with everybody, but it shouldn't be deceptive though, either be like, Oh, look, I just started eating this way and walking a little bit. And now I've lost all this weight because some people that see that are like, oh my God, I like literally do this all the time and have been at this for years and nothing is changing. But when really in the background, they've gotten gastric sleeve or are taking a medication. And I think you get to decide how much you want to share, but there's like a way that you can share where it's not airing all of your dirty laundry. Yeah. Or just don't talk about your body at all and let people, you know, don't divulge the people that are noticing. Which is tough. I mean, yeah. t- I can't imagine being a celebrity and your body changing in public and then you have hundreds of thousands, millions of people making comments about your body, like how that wouldn't be really hard to manage. Yeah. I think in the online world as a whole and then celebrity culture, like all of it is always has been and will continue to be, it seems, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. And, and so 
in one case, if they kept going in that culture of being like being fat positive or neutral or what, however people want to describe it, there's still a whole subgroup of people that are mad at them for wanting to accept their body as it is and totally belittling them. So mean. They're so mean about their body and like, well, just skip a snack or a meal or what. I mean, they are just vicious. And then now because they want to make these changes either for their mental health or for comfort or for health, now they've got these other people that are like being just as mean to them for wanting to make those changes. And so it, it feels like you're always on the losing end of something. Yeah, there's always going to be haters. If you're at that level of influence, you know, we always joke, sometimes somebody might make a mean comment about us. And I'm like, we've made it. Somebody is willing to take the time to say something mean to us. Um, Which is just, you know, the internet is the wild, wild west. And we can't really rely on that as like a good barometer of like what we how we should live our lives. So on one side, it's kind of a shame because I do feel like body positivity, like, the initial, you know, message in the beginning was like, can we just love our bodies and let it be? And then it kind of morphed into this, like, you're never allowed to eat a salad because that means you're dieting. (laughs) I think I missed all of that because I don't really follow a lot of things related to food. Mm -hmm. I follow mostly things related to art, architecture, I follow lots of random things and most Mm -hmm. of it has nothing to do with people's body or food, except for when the algorithm catches a whiff of something that I'm looking up for random things. I think the ones I like are people who are like sharing their fashion. Like I love to dress a certain way or they're sharing links to Amazon things or whatever, Mm -hmm. or just their lifestyle of being an influencer and how walking through the world and i think all of them have stated like i do have self-acceptance and i would like to improve on these things and here's how i'm going to do it and if you don't like it go off yourself i mean how is that any different than like any sized person wanting to do these things yeah and i think that there are people who are frustrated who maybe are just kind of like the little guys like maybe they can't afford to do a weight loss drug or maybe they don't have access to change on some level or they're not ready to do it themselves and i could see how maybe you feel anchored knowing you have some leader that's supporting you and where you're at in your life right now and when that person changes like i can i can understand there might be some sense of abandonment and probably some frustration or hurt there but that's also just going to highlight where you need your own growth and what are you going to do yeah like how much are we investing our own well-being into someone else's way of living yes It's that the external is controlling your internal Mm -hmm. and there's always going to be an imbalance there if what's outside is controlling your inside. Yeah. And especially on the internet, like most, the whole point of influencers is that they are aspirational. Like not everybody is living the influencer lifestyle. Um, And there's influencers of all kinds. You know, I've mentioned the trad wives before and like there's some of them who, you know, it's like that whole discussion is about their privilege. Like, oh, well, your husband has a trust fund. So yeah, of course you can just like stay at home and make sourdough all day. Like that's not something that's available to every mom and wife in the United States, you know? So Mm -hmm. there's just always going to be conversations pro or against something. And at the end of the day, we have to learn how to be free thinkers and think for ourselves and decide what's right for us, regardless of what anyone else is doing or saying. 
so yeah, in a way I'm like, I'm proud of these ladies because I'm like, they did that. They're like, you know what? I got to like think for myself and here's what I want and I'm doing it and I'm not afraid if everybody ditches me because of it. Right. I just find it also fascinating because as you know, you and I did not grow up with posting and viewing people's lives online. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of coming into this as an adult and is strange to me, but this is also normal in a way that like, I really can't wrap my brain around with growing up, participating in the posting and and consumption of everyday life or the curated version of everyday life. And whoa, what a mind F, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like our brains were not wired and designed to have this much availability of information or examples of how people live. I mean, I think it's interesting when I follow a variety of people, but if you're in kind of like a bubble of what you think is the way to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if it's over. (laughs) It's body positivity over. I don't know. I don't think it is. But there's people changing. I mean, there's still there are still a couple of influencers in my mind that are very still in that community. And I don't think they're going to change. So it's just it's whatever. Yeah. And that gets to be their thing. And everybody, like you said, everybody just gets to like do their thing and be who they want to be. And that's how they're going to be. And so, so great. So everybody just do what they want to do. Mm hmm. And it helps if you learn to manage your mind in the process because it's your brain. Your brain. And if you know how it works and you know how to handle it and you know how to also identify, manage, and feel your feelings, like that's going to take you a lot further in life than just trying to mimic somebody on the internet. Yeah. I think one thing I heard this from somebody that I learned from and she was talking about how we think as humans that we are logical beings but we are not we are emotional beings and so then if we can remember how we're so easily influenced by a passing feeling or something that comes up that's normal but we need to have that awareness about it so remember, we are not logical as much as we want. Wish we to, could be. We wish we could be. I mean, I have the exception of like, you know, living with an engineer that is right. very logical, not emotional. But most sure. humans make decisions and do things, reactions and things of that nature based on emotion. Even if they tell you they didn't, they came at it from a logical place. So mm-hmm. just remember, check in. To see yeah. what's making your emotional wind blow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I want to end with this little paragraph that I wrote, which is like a disclaimer. Okay. You don't have to be smaller. And having a smaller body does not guarantee health. Mm-hmm. Even being on a weight loss drug and being smaller does not guarantee health. Mm-mm. So like if you do desire health, then you do need to still nourish your body, move your body, sweat, get rest, tend to your mental health, have healthy human connections. And honestly, you could do all of those things and there's still no guarantees of health. But there's also data and it's okay to listen to the data. And we do suggest that you seek and use data 
You know, we teach data, not drama. And we share that we're not all supposed to look like celebrities or influencers. We are flawed, complex humans, and you get to decide what's important to you. That's right. The end. Namaste. <laughs> I, I bow to the statement. Well, it's just like, I think people are like, wait, so is it bad to be big? Do I need to be smaller? I'm like, you know, it's just like, no, you can, can we just be? Yeah. Let's just be. All right. Well, I'm going to go because I got to just be doing something else. (laughs) I sure hope we gave you something new to think about today and helped you take one more step on your path to freeing yourself from diet culture. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at path underscore nutrition. And as a friendly reminder, we're brewing up something new for you. We're launching our membership program very, very soon. So keep your eyes peeled in the coming days for this important announcement. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.